<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. So, given the legal developments over the past week, let's ask ourselves the following question. Who do we think will be indicted first? Matt Gates or Rudy Giuliani? Let's discuss. Because justice matters. Hey all, Glenn Kirshner here. So let's take a few minutes to discuss the legal predicament that Rudy Giuliani finds himself in and compare it to the legal predicament that Matt Gates finds himself in. And let's try to figure out who might get indicted first. So first of all, Rudy Giuliani, you know, he's in a world of trouble right now. Because when a federal judge issues a search warrant for your home, for your office, for your electronic devices, and you are the president's or the former president's lawyer, you're in trouble. And we know that there are any number of reasons why Rudy Giuliani would be in criminal trouble. We've heard a lot about FARA violations, the Foreign Agents Registration Act, right? Maybe he simply failed to fill out some paperwork to register as a foreign agent on behalf of the government of Ukraine. Well, he probably did that, but boy, that's small potatoes. When and if an indictment is returned against Rudy Giuliani, the Farah crimes are going to look like jaywalking offenses. Because some of what we've learned is that he was working with nefarious Ukrainian forces to try to covertly oust Ambassador Marie Yovanovitch from her post, right? And she was reportedly an expert corruption fighter on behalf of the United States government. And here's the thing. Donald Trump could have picked up the phone and recalled Ambassador Yovanovitch. Uh, Ambassador, your services are no longer needed. Thank you. And if this was a decision driven by U.S. policy, that's the way it would have played out. But no, Rudy Giuliani, together with these Ukrainian forces, tried to covertly move her out by bad-mouthing her, by using not just Ukrainian disinformation, but what we now know was Russian disinformation. Think about this, because we've heard that the U.S. intelligence community told Rudy Giuliani, you are being used by Russian intelligence. This information that you're gathering up, you know, about Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. This is Russian disinformation, Russian propaganda. And after Rudy Giuliani was told this by the U.S. intelligence community, he kept right on doing what he was doing. So to the extent he was ever an unwitting dupe, well, now he was completely witting. Now he was in league with this Russian intelligence operation because he was told by U.S. intelligence 
that this is what was going on and he didn't care. He kept right on at it. So that could constitute any number of criminal offenses, certainly interfering in U.S. elections, conspiracy to defraud the United States by interfering, impeding, or obstructing um, the lawful operations of any federal government agency or department. So that's why I say the FARA violation is going to be small potatoes at the end of the day, I predict. So that's Rudy Giuliani's circumstances, at least in part. What about Matt Gates? So Matt Gates, we heard reporting, I think from the Daily Beast over the last day or so, that his criminal bestie, Joel Greenberg, who is charged with 33 federal felonies and who it looks like is cooperating with the prosecutors, undoubtedly against Matt Gates, um, apparently was in this unusual relationship with Roger Stone. Did you see the reporting where Joel Greenberg wrote a letter seeking a pardon and Roger Stone said, you know, give me around quarter of a million dollars and I can probably get that pardon for you. And Joel Greenberg laid out a confession in the letter. And he not only confessed to his own crimes, some of them, but he also said Matt Gates committed some of those crimes with him. Okay, that's something. But look who you're dealing with. Joel Greenberg, who let's remember is indicted for all sorts of crimes like um, child sex trafficking, like ginning up false identifications, like um, smearing, falsely smearing a political adversary with some, you know, horrendous false allegations. So he's not the most reliable reporter of facts. So as between Joel Greenberg and Roger Stone, you know, like kind of two rats in a cage trying to use one another. I mean, whose credibility is lower on the scale of believability? You know, it's, it's a push. So it is certainly something that Joel Greenberg seems to be directly implicating Matt Gates in criminal activity, but I will believe it when it has been fully vetted by federal prosecutors, it has been corroborated with all sorts of other reliable evidence and information, and Joel Greenberg becomes a formal cooperating witness, pleading guilty in his case and promising to give truthful testimony against Matt Gates and others. That's when I will begin to credit the word of Joel Greenberg. Now, remember Matt Gates cell phone was also searched months ago. So not sure where that puts him on the indictment schedule. We know that the Bill Barr Department of Justice opened investigations into both Matt Gates and Rudy Giuliani, right? So there has been a lot in the works that we don't quite know about. We did learn that federal prosecutors in New York, the Southern District of New York U.S. Attorney's Office, months ago wanted to search Rudy Giuliani's property, and Bill Barr's Department of Justice blocked it. Well, Merrick Garland, the Attorney General, and Lisa Monaco, the Deputy Attorney General, the number two person in the department, um, obviously approved those warrants. 
So we are now moving toward justice. That's a very good thing. And let me add as a footnote, both Merrick Garland and Lisa Monaco were prosecutors in my former office, the U.S. Attorney's Office for the District of Columbia, and they are strong, they are determined, they are justice-centric, and they're fearless. I, I don't believe they care about the criticism that will come when they decide to do their job, follow the evidence, and charge people like Rudy Giuliani and others, even though there will be lots of criticism and lots of bogus allegations that, no, this was just political payback, retribution, nonsense. These people are following the evidence and they are restoring the justice to the Department of Justice. I can feel it in my bones. So that leaves us with the question, who might be indicted first? Rudy Giuliani or Matt Gates? Um, I think it's a close call and nobody knows for sure, but given everything that we've seen with respect to both of those individuals and where it looks like the criminal investigations are against each, if I had to bet, and I'm not a betting man, I would bet a buck, which is always my betting limit, that we will see an indictment for Matt Gates sooner than we will see one for Rudy Giuliani. Um, I could very well be wrong about that, but I welcome your thoughts. So shoot me a message on Twitter or elsewhere um, and let me know what you think based on everything you've seen in the, in the reporting. Um, but I do believe that with respect to both Rudy Giuliani and Matt Gates, justice will be coming and justice matters. Folks, as always, thank you for tuning into these daily videos. If you would like to more formally support our all-volunteer efforts here, you can go over to patreon.com. You can sign up to become a patron. And if you do, I will send you some Team Justice stickers and a personal handwritten note of thanks. As always, please stay safe. Please stay tuned. And I look forward to talking with you all again tomorrow.